Captain, we've got a new bearing. Uh, Periscope. Vacationers earning three times the points on a tour package with the PenFed Pathfinder Rewards credit card. Impossible, sir. They're civilians. Whether you're in uniform or not, PenFed's Pathfinder Rewards card gives you three times the points for all travel, not just flights. One and a half points for everything else. That'll be great for my next vacation. As soon as we're back from deployment. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash Pathfinder. Cash advances, credit card checks, and balance transfers are excluded from earning rewards. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCOA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First podcast of the year, guys. And this is episode 48. And today we are going to be looking at breakthroughs and discoveries of 2018. And some of you have been watching a really long or listening a really long From time. From the beginning. Yeah. This was our first podcast episode last year. Um, it's kind of a janky mess because it was our first one and we didn't really know what we're doing. But here we are <laughs> Audio a year later. Audio one year. Like yeah. both of us were in. It, it was bad. It was recorded yeah. in like stereo or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was bad. But we're learning, right? And we've. I feel like we've improved. Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) Slightly. um, But yeah, so now we're going to go back and look at 2018 at all the interesting things that happened, the breakthroughs and discoveries. Which will be very interesting. There'll probably be some stuff on here, you know, and some stuff you don't know. But um, yeah, I think it's good to reflect on the previous year and just look at everything that happened. And, you know, I I think it's easy to get lost in all the noise and all the crazy shit that's going on that you sometimes you forget to you know look and see a little bit deeper you know what else is going on that could be you know positive for the advancement of society and civilization and and you know and just interesting stuff that you yeah you might have missed so that's what we are jumping into today but we just wanted to give a big thank you to all of you guys out there whether you're new or you've been listening since episode one at the beginning of last year we're coming up on our one year podcast anniversary so we just yeah, want to give you guys a, a big thank you for supporting us and yes. we never we honestly never thought it would end up like this no. i mean <laughs> we were just talking subscribers about it on youtube like, and you know yeah. we got our plaque finally and we it's thought crazy. it was gonna be I, I mean i thought i had no idea how quickly we could build this because you know my only experience with building a channel from the ground up was like my vlog channel which took years to accumulate that many subscribers or my channel which took years as well so this was so different i was i was fully prepared to be like barely scraping by with views (laughs) and like begging people to come to it but you guys like i can't believe how dedicated our audience is and and um how natural this has become like the first couple episodes i did i was so anxious i was so nervous to be live like the idea of not being able to edit myself was yeah. crazy like yeah so sitting down for you know almost two hours some days and talking live is is a bit intense at first but now i was telling josh this is more relaxing than my videos is i truly enjoy it and i think that's mainly because of you guys because of how accepting and open-minded and kind you all are and it makes it a lot easier to just be yourself when you know that your yeah, audience absolutely. is going to accept that. I mean, it's just, it's mind-blowing, guys. I mean, we, we've been able to reach people all the way around the world. I think yeah. it's like 50 countries or something we're in. You yeah. know, people are listening us in. So shout out to all you guys all around the globe that are going a mile higher with us every week. We really, really appreciate you all. And we've got some big things planned for uh, 2018 oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to be taking interesting it, stuff on the calendar. We're going to be taking it to a next level. We're going to be uh, introducing some guests this year, which will be really fun. And uh, maybe even a live event. We'll see. So Ooh, <laughs> teaser. a little teaser right there. So lots of exciting things to uh, come. And today we'll be reflecting on the past year. 
But this week's Patreon question is actually pretty interesting. It's from uh, Shelly, I think, is how you say it. But It's C-H-E-L-L. Maybe that's Shell. Like Shell, but spelled differently. Like maybe it's short for Michelle. Could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could Shell. be Shell. Anyway, her question is, do you think premature or late births affect astrology signs? For instance, you are born earlier than your due date, and the day you are born on has a different sign than your due date. Uh, would have originally been made for you. Could this make someone have traits different than the sign they were born under? Could this make people have traits of two signs? I actually get asked this a lot. People will ask me if I'm born on or like if my due date, I was I was like premature three weeks from my due date. Like, am I still am I still like which sign am I? Am I what I was supposed to be born on or what day I was actually born in. And the answer is what day you were actually born on. Right. With astrology and I mean, astrology ties back into like, I mean, a bunch of different belief systems, but like Wicca and the belief in the universe and things happening for a reason. So if you're born early, that was supposed to happen. That's like your unique path. Even, even premature babies, like people would think, well, why would someone, why would any universal god or whatever makes someone born early that's like you know presents a lot of health issues but that's part of that soul's journey like as we talked about before this is something they're supposed to go through in order to build their soul and to like learn and grow um and it's not like when you know you're um right doctors don't get when they give you a due date it's not like an absolute no. it's not like they know it's not like they no. have any clue you can come whenever you're supposed to come so yeah look at, at Colleen, the end of it yeah exactly Her baby was born three weeks early so. and no one plans for that no, no one can you know tell you exactly what time and date you're going to be born so yeah. i i 100 agree that it's probably you know from the time you're actually you know breathing your first breath into yes the world and you know potentially yeah. when in you know the soul enters the body possibly or your spirit whatever you want to call it your energy you know that makes you you mm -hmm. enters a lot of people argue that maybe you're not even like truly a soul or filled with consciousness until you are actually born which is interesting to think about like what if a body is just a body until it's actually out it's very possible i mean it seems seems kind of probable to me yeah I think it's possible. I mean, I don't know how much there's probably like scientific research on the brain and everything in the womb. But, but that's the thing is like we don't we don't, we understand, don't understand consciousness, consciousness on that yeah. level where we know where we don't even know where it originates from. Right. So how could we say at what point does it begin? Yeah, it's true. We could be conscious from the minute, you know, yeah, inception occurs or um, yeah. so. So that's inception. I mean, it's really interesting. You can think you can look at um, like we can watch how Colleen's baby ends up but she's very public about her pregnancy or birth colleen uh what's her last ballinger uh miranda sings she so her baby would have been a capricorn because she said he was supposed to come after christmas and he ended up being a sagittarius so those are two really different energies yeah yeah yeah. sagittarius and capricorn are like that's just so different like way way different so we can kind of gauge it off his personality a little bit in the next couple years i mean everyone so many people on youtube i'm sure a lot of you guys are up to date with colleen like it's like the youtube thing right now is colleen's baby (laughs) um flynn is his name so we'll just see how he ends up but this uh a psychic interviewed her like before or like did a reading on her when she first got pregnant and said that she was gonna have like a really manly like athletic boy that's really into baseball and like really like rough and tumbled type of oh, boy, really? which would fit Sagittarius way more than yeah, Capricorn. Yeah. So I'm curious. That's interesting. We'll see. That is interesting. What do you think about being born on a cusp between two signs? Like how oh, does that affect? 
I'm on a cusp, and I'm telling you, it's real. I am an Aries Taurus cusp, and as Josh knows, I definitely, as much as I don't like to admit it, I have more Aries than I would like to admit. Like the bad Aries qualities. Like yeah, I can yeah. get really when I get angry. I also have my um. Uh, my Mercury in Aries, which is communication. So sometimes my communication style is a little like rah, rah, when I'm yeah, angry, when I'm yeah. mad or like stressed out, I come across like that. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But then I have my more Taurusy side, unless you piss me off because then I can get mad on my Taurus side. Too. Oh, yeah. Turns into a full blown bowl, guys. <laughs> Horns and everything. Full blown fiery bowl. Um, it's like a ram. I'm a ram bull mix. How lucky for you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I know. So. <laughs> Josh is not on the cusp. He's like I'm a full, solid, straight up yeah. Virgo. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it does actually matter. Um, it can, and it changes all the time. Like you can't look up the current current one for this year or like a lot of people are like, isn't it the 22nd to the 22nd for this month or whatever? And it, it literally is always going to be changing. Like someone could have a different, could be on a cusp one year and then someone could be born on that same day a couple years later. And they won't be on the cusp, if that makes sense. Like it's very, it depends right. on the year and the day. Like that's what, so. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> Going on to an astrology tangent. No, astrology is super interesting. And if you don't know much about it, which I didn't know much about astrology till, you know, fairly recently, last, last few years, but man, I mean, is it accurate? Like as far yeah. as, you know, helping you understand who you are and, you know, the qualities that you have and. It, it's just so spot on, especially for me. I know I've gotten, yeah. you know, several readings and things like that. Yeah. But when you actually take the time to when understand you look at your birth it. chart and yeah. you actually understand how everything works to, you yeah. know, works in uh, conjunction with each other and stuff. It's very, very interesting. Yeah, it, it really is like truly is very. We should uh, dive into that deeper sometime. I think we might pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. And we might have someone joining us for that. Yeah, that'd be really fun. I think Yeah, it will be very fun. All right. Going to. On. <laughs> detail on that oh i'm so interested in this story let's All right. talk about this and this now is... it's time for woke news this week he's Thank so you, slow i know morgan you gotta speed, speed it up. up a little bit there dude we got shit you know. to do woke news this week all right but on a serious note guys this is very um disturbing yeah and just fucking crazy very bizarre and i don't know let's just see what you guys think about this but so I'm sure many of you have seen the actor, comedian, Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, and his glorious movies he's been in. Which is, if you don't know who he is, I think a lot of people don't know who he yeah. is. Uh, Borat. Is one of the, the one. Movie? Yeah. Oh my God. I watched that he's with my dad when I was young. Shit. The Dictator, like, he's in. This is awkward. Oh yeah. Um, that was a more the recent one, one. Ricky Bobby. That one's so fucking good when he's the French guy. <laughs> And he's like sponsored yeah, by yeah, Perrier yeah. or whatever. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. I've come here to defeat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's very, very funny guy. Extremely funny. Very, a very one of the most brilliant per people like of this generation. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. He is a very, very smart comic. Yes. And pushes the boundaries. Oh, like oh, his ability yeah. to act undercover is oh, yeah. unmatched. Whole he's character so is like he's one of those guys <laughs> that can become anything and anybody, yeah. and like you will believe him. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's really interesting, but. I'm sure you heard he was hosting a show on Showtime called Who is America? And if you haven't seen it, oh I'm gosh. sure Can you I play probably like have a tiny on. Clip? No, we can't no, play any clip. Copyright. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Copyright our shit. Even if it's like five nope. seconds. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> Damn you, copyright system. It's gotten crazy. 
Okay, well, but I, I'm sure you you've seen it on, it's on TV. This. You it's have on. to type in who is America. Dick Cheney is a good funny one. Dick Cheney's one. on there. Yeah. So basically, he like dresses up and goes undercover and interviews all these different politicians and gets them to say the wackiest shit. Like you will not like believe top, what top these people. Level. Yeah, Dick Cheney was about to like sign off on a waterboarding bill. Like. It was like a fake bill. He was like, oh, what? and he was like, oh, yeah, I'll support this. Or not a bill. He was like, yeah. sign a petition. And then there was this guy. I don't remember who, who that senator was. I'm sure he doesn't well, have a job anymore. I don't know if he was anymore. a senator or if he was a representative uh, he, or Yeah, something. he was a congressman. I'm sorry. Um, he was a congressman. Yeah, he was like from Texas, ultra conservative guy. And it, it's just wacky. Like, he like convinced him that terrorists, terrorists are... are afraid of butts and so this guy fucking pulled his pants down and was like chasing <laughs> sasha baracone around I, I would be shocked if you out, going seen fuck this, you I'm terrorists sure you america first yeah. like yeah oh my god and it was real he believed it he fell for the whole prank so that's what this movie is is he pranks like a bunch of politicians and kind of gets them to say the like most crazy out there shit really but pushing the boundaries when so, he was working on this what happened yeah so they're finishing up uh the season of who's america and on one of the last episodes they actually had to pull this footage because it appears that he may have uncovered some type of child sex trafficking pedo ring in las vegas now there's actual you know evidence to back this up uh to some degree because of the interaction that he had with uh, somebody in Vegas about this. So let me read this interview he had with Deadline.com because he explains exactly what happened and what he was doing. And he was um, actually playing as this character named Geo, which uh, the aim of this character was to show the levels to which people would go to out of greed. Like, what would they do for money? And we all know, like, what people will do for money. Pretty much anything. So... Yeah. This is a particular interview that didn't make it into the show. Um, he said, we were shooting some of this at the time of Harvey Weinstein. We wanted to investigate how does someone like Harvey Weinstein get away with doing what, you know, get away with criminality, essentially. So, so Sasha Baron Cohen's just kind of setting it up as to what they were trying to do. Now, what happens next is kind of crazy. So, so he said, we decided that Gio would interview a concierge in Las Vegas. And during the interview, I revealed that basically Gio has molested an eight-year-old boy. And this is like, when he plays these characters, he's like being serious. So this yeah. is like a serious situation. And he says, now mind you, this is extreme comedy. And we thought that the guy would leave the room. Instead, this concierge stays in the room. And I go, listen, you've got to help me get rid of the problem. And this guy starts advising Gio how to get rid of this issue. We even at one point talk about murdering the boy and the concierge is just saying, well, listen, I'm really sorry. In this country, we can't just drown the boy. This is America. We don't do that. And then in the end, he puts me in touch with a lawyer who can silence the boy. It became really dark stuff. And then at the end of the interview, I say, listen, I want to go out and celebrate now. Can you get me a date for tonight? And the concierge says, what do you mean a date? He says, I go, you know, like a young man, he says, well, what kind of age? I say lower than bar mitzvah, but older than eight. And he says, and the concierge says, yeah, I can put you in touch with somebody who can get you some boys like that. Oh, my God. This is like a dead serious yeah. conversation with this guy. They have recording of this. Yeah. They have actual footage of this concierge. <laughs> He's basically doing a sting in a way. Yeah, he was, in a way, you know, yeah. Undercover. So... <laughs> How does wow, this qualify wild. as comedy and, and what did he do? So uh, Cohen says, 
We immediately turned over the footage to the FBI because we thought perhaps there's a pedophile ring in Las Vegas that's operating for these very wealthy men. And this concierge had said that he'd worked for politicians and various billionaires. But in the end, the FBI decided not to pursue it. Oh, my God. Because they know it exists. So this is like one of the most controversial things like in the world right now. And it's this idea that people can't seem to wrap their heads around, even though we have so much proof that very wealthy individuals and just, you know, people, high level political figures. I'm not going to name any names or anything, but it seems that they may be participating in essentially human sex trafficking um, and sexual exploitation of children. And this is very concerning, obviously. And it's like, we know that this is happening. This is not like shocking news. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. probably shocking to a lot Just of people Google out there it, that don't find. know, you know, like, like, don't believe this stuff is actually happening. They're probably like, what the fuck? So what's so wild about this is that it, it seems that he may have at least uncovered somebody that knew something about some type of ring that exists in Las Vegas. He should Vegas. have gone further and like tried yeah. to connect with that person. Yeah. He should have been like, can we meet up with him? Or, yeah. You know, try to, I mean, that's going way beyond yeah. the bounds of what the show was supposed to This was be comedy and it turned yeah. into this really dark situation yeah. where, you know, it's we're all funny. of a sudden, you know, un- uncovering this reality that there is this, you know, really sick rings of, you know, people that are exploiting children for money and do people really not know that this is happening though? Like, yeah, a lot so of people don't know. A lot of people don't know. I guess know. I didn't know a few years ago. Because I think because this is such a you dark think it's topic. It's only in certain countries or something. Yeah, and the and I mean the mainstream media very rarely talks about Oh yeah. It pedophile rings, child sex trafficking. Yeah, it makes people uncomfortable, but the sad rea- here's the reality, guys, and and I want to do a, an entire episode dedicated to human trafficking, sex trafficking, uh sex trafficking because this is like a mind. This is perhaps the biggest issue in today. You know, yeah. this day and age. That's like, why I work with Thorn. Exactly, it is the biggest issue of this day and age. Absolutely, the warming. most undiscussed, you know, undisclosed issue um, that most people have zero idea about. Mm-hmm. So, the International Labor Organization estimates that there are forty point three million victims of human trafficking globally. That's one of the things about it, too, is it's not just like, oh, yeah, there's just human trafficking in certain areas, certain states, certain countries. This literally expand, you know, spans the entire world. Every single country has this problem. Yep. And, you know, this is not, you know, only central to one particular country or state or city. Mm-mm. This is global, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Every state has something going on. 40.3 million, though. That's like that's a lot of yeah, people. That is. Well, I mean, look how many people are missing, dude. Where do you think they all are? Yeah. Speaking of that, so 81% of them are trapped in forced labor. 25% of them are children, which just it just blows my mind. And 75% are women and girls. So bad. Dude. I can't. It's like, I feel like so many of us probably, probably you have not experienced what it's like to have no freedom, like no freedom. Not limited freedoms because your parents are grounding you or whatever. No, like modern slavery. Like like, no freedom. No. No freedom to do anything. You work. Even going to the bathroom when you want to or where you want to. Like you do what other, you are owned. Literally, you're a piece of property. That's why. Literally slavery. It's horrible, especially sex slavery. Because it's like, then you have no control of anything, even your body. And children and young kids that never, you know. And it's like, even if we do get them out, the amount of damage they have is 
insurmountable. It's it's mind boggling. It really is. And fifty four percent of all traffic victims just in two thousand fourteen were trafficked for the purpose of sexual exploitation, which yeah. is just fucking sick. Yeah. It really is. It's a $150 billion industry, and that's why these rich individuals are involved in it. I mean, it, it takes money. Like, people are like, well, how do they how do they cover this up? Like, that's everybody's excuse for not knowing about something or pretending that something isn't real. Is like, if this was such a big problem, then why wouldn't we just see this happening yeah. all the time? Like, yeah. why don't I just see people, you know, why, do, why don't we see this more in the news? Well, it's because, for one, the, you news, know, doesn't cover the it. news doesn't cover it because they're all about, they're trying to cover, like, good stories or like yeah. major there are stories and there's parents trying to contact mainstream media saying my kid just got out of sex trafficking there was that family in that jane doe movie that's a great place to start i always recommend it jane jane doe on netflix really helps people like understand how big this is and how how much it's going on in america like in your backyard it's crazy um but this woman tried everything to get someone to help and um sorry i'm kind of losing my train of thought here she what were you saying she tried to get this woman jane doe you're talking about this? yeah 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 what was i saying i don't know oh shoot god it's all right we'll come back to it my brain literally was just like uh nope <laughs> it's all right but so this is the most mind-boggling statistic is that oh sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> that they were con she tried to get media coverage yeah. that's what i was saying i'm sorry that just literally slipped my mind she tried to get media coverage she said she contacted cnn she had a major lawsuit against backpage.com um which is kind of like yeah um, i think i remember seeing this yeah yeah it's yeah. like um a uh craigslist type of website yeah. but they got caught for right. basically assisting sex trafficking um they yeah eventually shut it down but it was a really big it was such a problem um but yeah they wouldn't even cover that like they don't cover it on the news they don't want to talk about that on the news they want to give you the 24-hour trump cycle and whatever else bullshit they want to feed down your throat to fit the narrative and to control the conversation if it if it gets into sex trafficking imagine the fucking things they would have to face and the questions they would have to ask to the people that come right on their show yeah there are people that are involved in this yeah. shit that go on tv or that are that you see on tv so Absolutely. Plus, a lot of the people that are very high up at these major media corporations, I mean, the the major media is controlled by six different companies, correct? So those or people go up a little like higher, might be probably that, all actually. to the same oh, top yeah. source. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Everything is a pyramid, guys. Everything those types of people, yeah. those higher ups are involved in this shit. So obviously they don't want it on the news. No. No, they don't want people asking questions and becoming concerned and and people collecting into groups to start searching into this stuff and looking yeah. into it. I mean, they, they Ashton Kutcher is a major threat to them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, his company, his uh, Thorn organization is, you know, going using technology to mm -hmm. seek out places where people are being, you know, uh, trafficked and things like that and, mm -hmm. and identifying, you know, where these people are and actually finding Mm -hmm. um individuals and and helping bring them home so and they do a lot to help with the child pornography issue as well yes yes which is a, a major issue but this is this is just wild in 2017 an estimated one out of seven endangered runaways reported to the national center for missing and exploited children were likely child sex trafficking victims that is just it's alarming especially yeah, when you first not shocking first know about it i mean i remember growing up and you know, especially as I got older, going into grocery stores and Walmarts, things like that. And there's always that bulletin board, like kind of right as you walk yeah. in. It's like 
usually a, a not, you know one of the missing and exploited children's billboards that's got a bunch of faces on it and mm-hmm. i'm and i always just was like where do these people go and i mean obviously a lot of them get found they're actual runaways and they you know they're brought back home but yeah. they're some they're not sit up there all being for, kidnapped by no. like weirdos that just want to have them in their house like yeah that happens to some people but the majority of them are being like sought out and like used stolen as becoming an object you lose every everything that you have any freedom that you have any ounce of sense of yeah just, self. Like, just reality it's gone. i mean your reality You're is completely completely changed. gone you have no choices anymore yeah, they completely uh, yeah. so awful. It's so awful. And it, it really does happen everywhere. And especially all you women out there. I know I say this. I really drive this home. But be careful, especially in Walmarts and Walmart parking lots like really dangerous shit happens. And if anyone ever comes up to you and it tries to is just talking to you about some weird shit or being like, hey, come to my Bible thing. If or anybody's come to my telling you to come anywhere house, with them, that should be a red flag. Don't. Especially um, if it's. Yeah, because that's how it is happening a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can just I mean, I see it all over the Internet all the time of people having these encounters with sketchy mm-hmm. individuals, especially at big box yep. stores Walmart's. with huge parking lots. And yeah, it's normally women yeah. that, that go that pick up the women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they'll so, fool you. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll completely. It's fool not going to look like a scary it. guy in a black mask. It's going to be someone normal looking they they've gotten so good. They're not going to just like risk being identified. I mean, they're going to do it in the most casual way. Yeah, you know, and I mean, we've seen this with with other types of groups or, you know, people that start cults and things Mm -hmm. that try to get you to join them, you know, and it could end up being something way worse than what you were originally told. So just be vigilant and, you know, watch out for for other people. Watch out for yourself. Look over your shoulder, especially if you're, you know, female and you're, you know, you're rolling solo most of the time. Seriously, just just keep an eye out and, you know, never especially at night walk with your, you know, looking at your phone or anything, just Mm -hmm. basic things like that could, could save your life. You just need to look aware, like look like you're walking with a fucking purpose. You're not dilly dallying. You don't look like you'd be easily taken advantage of. You look like someone who knows who's got their shit together. And I really suggest carrying pepper spray in this day and age or any type of, um, pepper spray is the best or a taser too. either one tasers harder. Pepper spray is better. Well, yeah, a I pep- agree. If you spray I've pepper spray, you're gonna you're gonna disable that person unless they have like goggles on or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. But um, I think just walking with a purpose makes a big difference too. Like they're looking for a certain type of person that looks like they're not paying attention, someone they could easily take advantage of. Yeah, someone weak. Yes. So don't look weak. Don't if make you yourself look, like look you're distracted gonna... and yeah easy to take advantage of you know you're out there with a purpose and you're not letting anyone fuck with you seriously the biggest thing is don't walk on your phone like do not walk around in public on your phone unless you're in like the mall or a restaurant like if you're at in night outside in the outside do not be on your phone no because they will look for someone like that that's looking down because then someone can come up and you know get you out of nowhere oh yeah and at night you can disappear yeah I mean, just look at all the people that disappear without a trace, literally vanish. All the people Mm -hmm. that we constantly talk about that just vanish in thin air. I mean, yeah, there might be some bizarre reason they did, but what are the statistics say? The statistics say that it's very likely they could have been taken and then disappear Mm -hmm. into sex trafficking, which the the rings roll around the entire world, dude. So you Mm -hmm. could, you know, be taken and sent somewhere else, you know, that you have, you know, no one will ever find you there and know that you're there. 
So it's it's very frightening. And I think the scariest thing is knowing that this is literally in all of our backyards. It doesn't matter where you yeah. live. No. Maybe Antarctica. One of the worst. But yeah. It seriously is. It really is. Johnny Gosh was held here for like years. According to, to I mean, from what they've figured out, it sounds like he was held here. Yeah. Remember his initials were carved in that right. house. Yeah. God, it's just crazy. So yeah, <coughs> definitely be safe, stay vigilant because this is happening and it's it's very very sick and hopefully hopefully we can i don't know i don't know how we even fix this problem because it's so big i don't know what we ha- what has to be done but i don't know we'll have to dive into that more later but uh our second story today is interesting just because we are a big fan of this country and i think it's kind of helping set a precedence for the rest of the world and that is thailand actually finally legalized medical marijuana and kratom which i thought kratom was already legal there but it wasn't wait how could it not be legal that's where it originates from i know right it's from a special tree that grows in thailand i know but they they basically deemed it a you know substance that (laughs) yeah no i know it's like from bark of a tree so the thai government passed um the new legislation for this on christmas day which approved the use of marijuana for medicinal purposes and research Marijuana in Thailand, similar to America, was the traditional medicine sold in apothecaries to relieve pain and fatigue. What you know, no surprise there. Until it was pro, uh, till its prohibition in the 1930s. So very similar to the U.S., which is weird that like all everybody, you know, kind of at the same time, it seems like around the world, all of a sudden, just like yeah, outlawed marijuana. Yeah, which yeah, is interesting because I'm like, what was happening around 1930s? Well, is that when it was outlawed here? Was it 1930s? I thought it was like 50s. No, it, it was. I think it was earlier than that. Really? Let me see. I'm now thinking I, war on drugs. That's not. Well, there was the was uh, Controlled Substance Act, but marijuana's been. Let's see. Let's see. In the 1920. Okay. Or, no, so Tax Act of 1937. So yeah, it was the around 30s, the same time. Which is interesting because it's like. Hmm. If you believe in this like cannabis conspiracy of like, oh, they don't want us to, you know, use these natural drugs because a they take money away from other industries, but b they open minds. You know, it's very interesting. Like maybe there was some type of global, <laughs> global conspiracy with it. I don't know. It's very interesting. But kratom, kratom was something else I wanted to talk about a little bit today. Um, which if you've never heard of uh, kratom. It is a tropical evergreen tree in the coffee family, which is indigenous to Thailand, Indonesia, Malaysia, and it has been used in traditional medicine since at least the 19th century. So a lot of people use Kratom for managing chronic pain, for treating opioid withdrawal symptoms, and now some people use it for recreational purposes. But the thing- Kratom for recreational purposes? Yeah. Like for fun? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could. Yeah. I mean, the main thing with it is some people are kind of like abusing it in a way and uh, in mixing it with other stuff. Like oh, some people yeah, are putting kratom into their like codeine and, you know, their Ooh, lean and sucks. yeah, making it extra like. One time I accidentally had a drink after I had taken kratom like a couple hours later, but still kratom lasts a long time. And I take big doses because I have. So when I have like a flare up, I don't take it every day. I save it for when I have flare up so that I don't get like too tolerant to it. But yeah, one time I drank on it and I felt like, remember that night we were at Cheesecake Factory? Yeah. I was fucked up. Yeah. I was. Well, that's the thing about it is that it, it it really, I look at it as very much a medication, just as like anything else that's a medication. And it's a natural one that does 
wonders for people. I know some of you have out there have reached out to us and asked us if we've tried um, Kratom or not. It but is amazing. Like when I have really bad pain, I can take a lot of it. And, but it makes me tired. It makes me want to pass out. Like, it does have kind of. So if you if you're wondering what it's like, it's kind of like. Is a Xanax the right word? Isn't it really? It's not really Xanax. It's more like, yeah, I don't know. It kind of gives you it, it definitely takes care of any pain that you're having any physical chronic pain, especially it relaxes your mind and it really just allows you to just calm down to a calm state and even help you sleep better. And mm. it's kind of a, it's got sedative uh, effects to it for sure. It can make you feel a little like, whoa, like loopy, especially if you like don't smoke at all or don't like use anything else. Yeah. Cause I feel like it could be like, or if you've never like had any type of Xanax or something like that, it for, could be very yeah. powerful. Yeah, yeah. I would be definitely careful with it and start small. Don't just like take a bunch. Cause some people do. Cause some people take like huge amounts of it for pain. If you have serious chronic pain, some people have to take like very large amount to get like me. Like I don't have to take too, too much, but I still take a lot more than like someone would for a like sore knee or something, you know, like yeah. I have to, there's, that's my whole body is sore, so I have to like take enough that it'll actually make a difference. But it's interesting though that um, this it has to be essentially brought over from that part of the world, and it's been sold in the U.S. for a while now. But in 2016, actually, um, the DEA and the FDA uh, were trying to get it put into you know uh, listed as a Schedule One drug, that because they they say that. Uh, there is no evidence that Kratom is safe or effective for treating any condition. And that's from the United States Food and Drug Administration this year. So, and, and that's the thing is that this has not, it, there hasn't been a ton of research done on it like it should, like mm -hmm. like every other natural medication. So, you, you know, they're quick to say, oh, there's no research, so therefore there's no, you know, benefits to this, um, you know, substance so we're just going to flat out ban it and make you go to you know go to prison if you get caught with it yeah but luckily people that did use uh kratom and it's people pronounce it different ways i always have pronounced it kratom people pronounce it just just so you know if i'm saying it wrong what to do, some of you but what do some of the people say it as uh kratom uh kratom yeah i mean there's just different i've always heard it as kratom so that's just the way i say it but um, it's definitely has a stimulant effect at lower doses and it definitely has an opioid like um, effect at higher doses. So and it, and it does work in the same way that like other opiates work, but it's not really opiate like it's it's very it's very confusing. But by no means are we saying or condoning that you guys should try Kratom. You know, that's yeah, totally careful. It's totally up to you. Do your research. Talk to your doctor first. Talk to your doctor because there have been instances of people. Um, dying from not many, but there have been people that have died from using too much kratom when they've mixed it with yeah, other things. Yeah, it's always things. when it's mixed, though. Like, yeah, because you'd have to to do it on a. It'd have to be a lot. Yeah. Um, and even then, so. Sorry, I just like choked on my spit. <coughs> but it's good news that it's finally being you know legalized and you know researched in Thailand, and they're going to start taking it more seriously because I think it could be a very um, helpful thing with the right amount of research it could yeah. help us fight this opioid problem that we have definitely in could. the u.s because mm -hmm. if you can wean people off opioids and give mm -hmm. them kratom that is much better for their bodies as natural you know and is natural but still helps them get off of them then that could be really good for you know society and especially and God, when in the you're United having States. pain like that like 
It's so nice. Even CBD doesn't it's so nice. Doesn't take the pain away. Not sometimes. as much as kratom. Yeah. Like it's just a level up. Sometimes Absolutely. it's like too much. Like I wouldn't need it every day, but luckily I don't have pain every single day. But it's yeah. actually illegal in Alabama, Arkansas, Indiana, Tennessee, Vermont, Wisconsin, and the and the District of Columbia. Dude, I'm really surprised we bought some in. Uh, where were we? In North oh, Carolina. In North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's there. legal. You can buy it online. You can literally type kratom and buy it online. Have yeah. it shipped to your house, no problem. So it's just you know you want to make sure where you live. It's you know if you got caught with it, then you yeah, could and get. Please don't get this to use as like a drug to get no. fucked up. Like no, this is this is like for serious pain and stuff. And but if you really have those issues, I I highly suggest looking into it at least and talking to a doctor because it really does help. Like I can tell you firsthand. So. It really does. It, it it can do wonders for you. This was very interesting uh, that I had no idea. But if you are caught trafficking marijuana in Singapore, Indonesia, and Malaysia, um, you can be subject to the death penalty. Jeez. Yeah. Damn. Death penalty? Death for penalty. Mar- That's fucked up. Isn't it? That's so messed up. That's crazy. What the fuck is that? But the good thing is, like, because Thailand is the first Southeast Asia country to legalize it and recognize that it has medicinal benefits i i think what we're starting to see is kind of a domino effect a little bit i think we're starting to see you know other countries are starting to be like oh okay maybe we should start taking this seriously what do the people want oh the people do want us to to uh let them use this for you know medicinal yeah. purposes and things like that so i mean if anything i hope that especially marijuana uh becomes legal medicinally uh across the world you know recreational whatever you know, but there's yeah. a lot of people that need this medicine. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, some of you have said, oh, well, why do you guys talk about drugs so much? To us, these are... These are medications. These are natural medications. I honestly get offended when someone says I'm talking about drugs. Yeah. Like, I'm just getting stoned. No, bitch. Like, I have serious health problems. And marijuana and kratom are excellent natural and medications that can keep me from having to go on opioids. And I will fight... To the death on anyone who disagrees with that or tries to tell yeah. me that it's wrong. And I will keep spreading awareness about it. We talk about it because it's fucking important. And there's a lot of people out there that need this. Like there's so many, so many studies that this could really, really help major diseases. And I mean, educate yourself on this before you judge it. You make a, you draw a conclusion. That's yeah. all we ask is. Yeah. Know. I hate yeah. when I have that conversation with people who haven't even done a basic google search on <laughs> my it. own it's parents like, you know what if you literally are just going to go off things you've heard then right. i'm not going to even talk to you no. like i'm not going to have a conversation with someone about something that you don't even understand come back to me when you've researched it a little bit and we can actually talk because it's so annoying like it people really who barely know anything about it will act like they're like they know everything when it comes to it it's like dude you don't know you don't know <laughs> well that's the thing is just people have had the stigma of what what weed and marijuana is based upon you know, all of the years that it hasn't been legalized and regulated mm-hmm. and, you know, it's become this like kind of dark, scary thing. You got to go see a drug dealer to buy it. It's and it's like, so oh, it could be laced with something fucking or plant. you know, something like that. Now, you know, I got fucking four dispensaries, five within, you know, a mile of me. And when I go in there, it's professional. It's like, here's what do you need? Oh, you need the CBD with the THC. OK, we got that. It's it's very it's become understand. it's, it's so like weird. Yeah, we can go to fucking liquor store on new year's day and get a you know 40 of alcohol yeah. and get fucked up which and- there's a lot of studies showing that alcohol may not even be like 
we're not may not even be meant to drink alcohol as human yeah. beings like our bodies may not even be supposed to be taking yeah. you know we could be just like poisoning ourselves we probably <laughs> are and the government doesn't give a fuck they're not worried about well, people yeah, smoking cigarettes yeah, look at all the cigarettes issues don't that... make you open your mind right alcohol doesn't make you open your makes mind. You it makes ill. you dumber honestly i can speak from experience on that yeah one, and, it, and it opens you up to all sorts of health risks and everything else so you know and then you know ending up needing pharmaceuticals yeah. and it's this giant cycle as you yeah. can see so yeah they take the ones that i mean think about it like lavender chamomile yeah. those are all herbs those have natural i give my bunny lavender because yeah, it calms him down it's so dumb um it's, it's so stupid like it's just like anything like that you know, it's they don't plant. want that's the thing is it comes down to they don't want you to have anything psychoactive that will yeah, open your mind, expand thing. your consciousness, yeah. awaken you. Yeah. They don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. They do not want that mm -hmm. to happen. And now that it's starting to, I think they're shitting bricks that, you know, oh, shit, because imagine if everybody is able to, you know, yeah. open their minds and, and just I became more raise your awareness from marijuana. Like I can thank marijuana for <laughs> how open-minded i am truly i was way close-minded like five years ago josh will tell you i'm like a different person than i was in high school it's like oh, a yeah. major goody oh, two shoes yeah. <laughs> i was so judgmental about weed at first like oh I was yeah so he weird about shit it. Out of me. Yeah. i like got mad at him we got major like mad but that's normal right that's nor that's yeah. become normal because that's what our teachers taught us that's what our parents like, josh, taught us that's so bad you're doing drugs yeah, yeah. smoking pot <laughs> And then I tried it. I was like, wow, this really helps my anxiety. Like, this is really amazing. And then, you know, as my health problems have gotten worse, I've used it as more of a medication. But I'm just so glad that I even started using it because it made it made me open up to all of these things. Like, we never had conversations like this. We didn't talk about aliens and consciousness and all this. We did not before we started no, smoking. No, not, not really, no. Not really. Not, we had no. deep talks, but, like, not about this type of stuff yeah we've always been into talking and like we did question like we used to talk about religion a lot in life and purpose and the government and stuff a little bit yeah, yeah a little yeah. bit but but yeah. i was like majorly on the democrat side like now i've become so much more open-minded that i don't identify with either side and i can thank marijuana for literally for opening my mind so and if you've never if you've never tried it 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 you know it's hard to explain you know what it what it's like and you know the experience is different for everybody but I think if you were to talk to any regular user of cannabis, they would tell you that exactly what Kendall just said is that it, it raises your awareness. It allows you to think deeper. Mm -hmm. It allows you to reflect on yourself. Like Yes. It, tons of self-reflection. Just think on a personal yeah. growth I've done because of times using marijuana and how how close it brings you and I. I mean, we've talked about this before. Like our relationship is so much better when we have right. marijuana involved in the situation because we don't like and we're not addicted we're not like depend you know we're not dependent yeah. on it we could quit cold turkey today and be fine yeah. forever you yeah know? so like i wouldn't like i wouldn't be like withdrawing tomorrow it's it an suck, enhancement but, it enhances yeah. our our already great life health issues but yeah i grew up in a house with a lot of alcohol use and a lot of fighting like a very very chaotic household as a child and so for me it's like why like when josh and i smoke at the end of the day and unwind and like my parents would have their glass of wine this is when they would start drinking and they'd end up fighting by the end of the night josh and i just love on each other all the time because like they we let things go easier we don't get as hung up about little no. things we we're just more loving towards each other and i i know that is because marijuana because our relationship wasn't as good before this like yeah. 
And it melts you know, away your anxiety. I was so anxiety riddled that mm-hmm. Josh and I probably wouldn't even be together today. Probably not. Because I was honestly. driving him fucking crazy yeah. before I started using it. So, I mean, to me, it's like, it's almost something spiritual. I'm like thankful for, I'm thankful to the universe and to the planet for giving me this as a gift. Beautiful thing. Yeah. And honestly, and <laughs> this is not just a high thought here. This is a, this is real, real talk right now. I, when I worked in IT, I had a client that was a marijuana dispensary. The coolest thing I ever did was I got to go to their grow house, which sounds crazy to some of you, I'm sure. But in Denver, there's big warehouses. You walk in and they have them all set up mm-hmm. and they have just rows mm-hmm. of marijuana plants. And I, I'm not joking. These plants are some of the most beautiful, thing, be, beautiful nature plants mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. And the buds and the flowers are just Beautiful. They it are. looks like a living entity, honestly, it when does. you look at it. <laughs> Compared to other plants, it looks yes. almost alien like. It does. It, it is really a beautiful does. plant. It is. It has the like fact the little that, like, crystals yeah. and turf, like, it's. It has crystals on it. Like, it's beautiful. Shit's blessed. It really is. But anyway, I think now we're going into <laughs> Shout like, out to Denver Tourism. Come, come tour. <laughs> 420 tour. <laughs> no, I think they got shut down. 420 tours. <laughs> There's a bus you could get high on and oh, drive yeah, around. Yeah, the in. CNN girl did it last year on New Year's Eve. Yeah, she yeah. was like taking bong hits on CNN. Yeah. I was like, damn, we have come a long way. That's pretty good. Welcome to 2000, what was it, 18? Now we're in 19. God, 2020 is coming. That's I know. fucking wild. It is. But I, for the, I feel bad for those of you that want it, want some marijuana but can't get it. So Yeah, I do too. I, I feel, feel bad so sorry and, for you guys. You know. But the good thing but is But come to that, Colorado and like hang out. You can stop by the studio and smoke with us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't open that up. No. That'd be awesome, but That would be cool. If you guys are in need of some relief from anxiety, definitely check mm-hmm. out hempbombs.com. Next best thing. Really hemp CBD products will will do, you know, Everything that we're talking about minus the high, you know, yeah, minus the psychoactive, right? But everything else. Yeah, but everything else anxiety it, 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 and pain. pain definitely definitely helps So um, just so you guys are aware you can get uh, 20% off your order with mile higher code at checkout So definitely check that out if you're and in that's need what of I'm that normally taking because you know, you don't want to like I do it's all use, day on yeah. CBD because I don't like to work and be all yeah. like, you know, high. I, can't. I just can't it depends focus on that the, well. It depends on what I'm depends doing. Depends on the work too. Yeah. yeah. Like if I'm filming, no, but yeah. like yeah. editing, I can do. I get a little sidetracked. I'm like, you know. I, I just try to avoid it, but like CBD <laughs> is better CBD for is working great stuff. and stuff when you have to focus. But yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry for uh, ranting on and on about those. Uh, well, this will be topics. a long episode in exchange for letting us talk for so long because yeah, and yeah. us being a couple days late this this week. So yeah, me extra long. <laughs> the holidays are yours to win when you shop with Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to shop and save this holiday season. Stack the savings with cash back on top of the season's best deals. Cha ching! Yep, you heard it and you know it well. But cha ching is more than dollars in your wallet. It's feeling like you're winning the holiday, whatever you call it. Rakuten gives you cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category. Fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. You get your cash back in the form of a check or pay directly to your PayPal account. Membership is free, and it's so easy to sign up. Start all your shopping trips at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Because helping shoppers win the holidays is what Rakuten's here for. So 2018 was a very interesting year, right? Yes, it was. (laughs) (laughs) I'll answer my own question. So the year started out. (laughs) So the 
I want to just mention a few uh, stories that happened this year that were just really mind-blowing and interesting. Uh, first one that came at the beginning of this year or this past year was uh, the first ever cloning of primates, which they use similar techniques to the one they cloned Dolly the sheep. Zong Zong and Hua Hua are long-tailed uh, monkeys, and they were born in a research facility in China. Not only that, but Barbara Streisand cloned her dogs too, or her dog, and got like two extra dogs from cloning. You want to clone your rabbit? Yeah, I was gonna say since I mentioned my bunny, you guys haven't seen him yet. I'm hoping that when we're recording in the studio, because my bunnies live in the studio, that <laughs> I can bring them on sometimes. Oh, oh man, so he's gonna hang out. It's okay. okay. His name's Apollo. And I have one named Athena too. So he's just gonna. I just feel bad. I want to pet him for a little while. But this, so. <laughs> Josh is like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, who cares Enough about, about your rabbit. fucking bunnies? I, I have to hear about these damn rabbits. Like, I all love day, them. I love. Oh, don't be crazy. He's freaking out. I love him. She's got him sitting in her lap in the he's chair. He's a good boy. He's freaking out. Yeah, he's scared. But it, it, this year we made major advances in cloning, and cloning is something that is very interesting, but yet terrifying at the same time. Yeah, because I agree. holy fuck, if we can clone humans pretty soon, then. Oh, man, it's going to be a whole different world that we're going to be in <laughs> if, uh, you know, you start being able to clone yourself or yeah, like different things like that. But what, what I wanted to mention is interesting is like the the big question, right, is if you clone a human, then, yeah. you know, is that human going to be exactly like you down to yeah. your personality, your traits, That's my big question. All, you know, mentally, all those different things? Are they going to be exactly like you? Right. Or is it just a copy of you? Well, what's interesting is that Barbara Streisand has said that her two clone dogs yeah. have different personalities. That's so weird. What's but the point? But they look exactly the same as the other dog. See, that's so that's weird. She could have just got another dog that looked like that. Yeah, I guess true. when you're Barbara Streisand, you just got money to blow. I think it was like 50000 or something yeah, per. That's fucking nuts <laughs> for a dog. I love Bernie, but I'm not going to clone I think, him. But I think the only reason I'd want to clone my pet is to get the personality, right? Yeah, You'd exactly. Get the, like, like, if I'd I could want... get his same personality, I get that. I do get that. But that doesn't seem to be the case. So what this suggests is, like, if we're able to clone humans or you, you had the option to, say, clone yourself, your body, are you going to get just a duplicate Josh exactly the same way that Josh is? No, you're not. That because sucks. Josh is going to have his own mind of his own, but just look like you physically. So it's like, whoa, you know, what could go wrong with that, right? Because <laughs> then you start wondering, like, does this confirm the idea? This will answer a big question about consciousness, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. It will tell us if we're able to clone, con you know, tell us if we're going to be able to replicate it like we think we might be able to do with technology. But at the same time, it could create a whole, I could just, Think about all the different problems they could create if people could just clone their bodies and then like harvest their organs or something for your yourself. Like all the different weird things that people could do if they're able to clone. Like what if I could clone my wife? I could have two two wives that are my same <laughs> yeah, wife. Yeah, that's like, a little weird. People would do weird stuff. You oh, know they yeah. would. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting. And and cloning is something that's going to be, I think, a lot more prominent. Maybe not just this coming year, but in the the you know next five to ten years, could really become a huge thing. But the other story that just was like crazy is the twelve boys and their soccer coach oh, in the Thailand yeah. cave. This was the best story of the year. This was such a feel good story. It really was inspiring. It was very inspiring, and and I hope they make a movie of it. So I think they will. More I people think people jumped see on what that. happened. 
But yeah, if you, if you didn't hear, it was just a uh, it was a team of young boys on a junior soccer team and their 25 year old coach, and they went into this cave that they go in all the time. But it was uh, during rainy season, and all of a sudden it started raining, and they got flooded. The entrance got flooded, and they got stuck inside this cave for nearly 18 days. That's so crazy. And all the caverns were flooded. Imagine how long that would feel sitting in a cave. Especially as a young kid. Like these kids were like 10, 11, like really young. Mm -hmm. No, like barely any water. Mm -mm. It's it's honestly mind blowing that all of them survived. Uh, Yeah, for real. It's amazing. It really is. But after 18 days, they actually rescued all of them. They had to dive them out. It was it was amazing. And uh, it ended up being a happy ending. Um, and they, it was so interesting how they put them in like little pods with people on either side of them yeah. to bring them through. Yeah. And like drugged them. So they're basically like. Sedated them. And yeah. Yeah. Just chilling. Just chilling in the pod. Just getting like, sleeping. Out. Yeah. I bet they were sleeping and stuff. They I would pretty have, to, have to just like. Yeah. I mean, they had to like because they. Yeah. Thrashing around totally could have killed someone. Yeah. So, so wild. But that one guy did lose his life. I forget his name, but he was already retired. Uh, the Navy SEAL, the Thai Navy mm-hmm. SEAL, yeah. Uh, he lost his life um, in the cave. Yeah, on the so, way out. Yep. But that was a really interesting story. Um, also, this year we we uh, found out how terrible Facebook truly is, which <laughs> I hate Facebook. I'm sorry. I, I do, do not too. like Facebook. I haven't been able to get into my Facebook for legit six <laughs> months. I forgot the password, and I don't use that email or phone number anymore, so now I can't get in. They're terrible. They let a quiz app on Facebook this year, or um, we found out this year that data from 50 million Facebook users was taken without the user's permission via this personality quiz app on Facebook. And then it was then sold. Uh, it, it was then sold to a data firm, Cambridge Analytica, in which then the Trump presidential campaign access data from. Oh yeah. So it's this huge, huge fucking scandal, and it and it just everybody's mind's like, oh god, Facebook sold our data. It's like, yeah. What do you think they're doing? What are all these companies doing selling yeah. your data? Yeah, of course, it's all free for you to use. They're clearly getting something yeah. from you. Yeah, exactly. So that was a, a really big deal, and I just got an email this week about Facebook is like getting crazy with it and like censoring a ton of stuff. Really? Um, yeah, they are. They actually, I got an email from the Carolina Hemp Company, actually, and she wanted me to just say that Facebook shut down their entire page for, like, promoting drugs and stuff. CBD, like, hemp CBD. Damn. And they had thousands of, they had, like, 10,000 or so, uh, use like, followers on it, and that was, like, their main social media. Oh, my God. And they were planning to move locations and all these things, and all of a sudden, the page just got completely shut down, (sighs) and they can't get it back so pissed holy shit so it's a big problem and and you know we're seeing this across all the social media platforms is you know some levels of censorship this year you know like we saw with alex jones and everything like that so i don't know it's a little alarming and i guess we'll just have to wait and see what happens uh but yeah delete your facebook (laughs) seriously I need to still. I, I do too, but I want to download everything off of it. But there's so many people on it, so it's like you still yeah. want to be able to reach all those people on it. Or stock Because them. they have so many users. <laughs> I think they have more users than any other platform by like yeah. miles. Yeah, I know. So and it's heavily kind of... used in other countries too. A lot of other countries uh, really down with Facebook. But another uh, big thing this year was just weather and hurricanes and the storms were crazy. Hurricane Maria, which left Puerto Rico without electricity for 11 months. 
Can you imagine not having electricity for 11 months? I can't believe it ended up taking that long. I was shocked at the three-month mark. And now 11 months. Good God. I can't even imagine. Like, I get pissed. I've had, we had the electricity go out for like a day and we're just like, piss, can't do anything. It probably wasn't even out out for a day. Not even a day, probably. probably. a few hours. Yeah, it was probably like 12 hours or something, but. It's awful, and I feel for all the people that were affected by, you know, all these hurricanes this year. You know, Hurricane Harvey, Florence, I think, was one of them, and just bad, and the storms are getting worse. <laughs> so yeah. much bad news we're bringing you today. I know. Everything is getting worse. The world's getting, but it it, it is. Like, I, I hate to say it. I mean, I think there's room to be optimistic, and, and uh, you know, I think we can still change a lot of things, but at the same time, I think we do need to be aware that, you know, the climate, things like that is getting more intense and these storms are just going to get worse and worse. So, you know, definitely keep that in mind, especially if you live in areas where you're affected by hurricanes and things like Indonesia just got plowed by a tsunami. Like, in, like I watched a video, these guys are playing on stage and then all of a sudden they're swept off by a wave. It was, a, it was just crazy. I was like, whoa, all of a sudden a wave just plows through the stage, picks everybody up and throws them. And it's like, dude, and like the power of the ocean water is so wild. Yeah. Like it fucking tsunamis are. You. Yeah. Tsunamis just like take just levels an area. It's crazy. So just wanted to mention that because uh, it's just gotten so bad and it's only going to get worse in the coming years. Um, but some lighter news. Uh, SpaceX, Elon Musk, shout out, launched the world's most powerful rocket, the Falcon Heavy, and used a reusable heavy lift launch vehicle, which was pretty cool. And he launched that from Cape Canaveral in Florida this year, and they were able to carry twice the payload as its nearest competitor, and it also costs less. So private space travels, private aerospace companies are are doing way more than the government ones are for sure. Yeah, but that's why it's so important. You know, I really believe in Elon Musk, and I'm I'm not ashamed to say that. And I think that he's got the right idea about where our future needs to go, and and. Mm-hmm. Is legitimately in this not for money, but for mm-hmm. you know bettering our civilization, our world, getting us to Survival other planets. Of our yeah. race, honestly. Like I think he's like watched Interstellar a few times, like <laughs> I have, and has like started. Or he it. just knows some shit. Which God, by the way, you know, you got. I'm sure you guys think about like all the movies and how like maybe like the government stuff is like putting these plots into mm-hmm. production for us to see to kind of like prepare us for idea. what's to come. Yeah. Because like Interstellar is one of those. I'm like, this is like, that like really coming helps true. me understand a lot of things though. Interstellar like it put a visualization with a lot of concepts. It was so oh good. yeah, it's great. Which you haven't seen it, absolutely recommend that. But it was also interesting that I think Elon you've said that 15 times this times this year. If you can't tell, I love that. Movie. <laughs> it's my favorite movie. So we need to have a day off. to watch that soon. I love we that need to have too. a subscriber interstellar party viewing <laughs> viewing yeah in our we'll backyard. just rent out a theater and we'll just play okay, interstellar and then we'll all sit in a giant circle we and talk about the, the theories Center. and stuff <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> that'd be that cool would be awesome fuck. that'd be awesome we can invite michael mcconaughey did i say michael, michael? mcconaughey wait what's <laughs> matthew mcconaughey <laughs> and then i said mcconaughey <laughs> god <laughs> but it was also cool that elon put his uh red tesla roadster into space with the dummy driver Starman, when he launched his vehicle out, his vehicle's currently flying throughout our space, and they just announced that it has sailed past Mars. Damn. Yeah, so there's literally just like a little car flying through space. That's so, so crazy. Cool. Isn't it? God, where is it now? 
past Mars. Yeah. So but, it's headed on um, its way to... Where to be going next? What's after Mars? What if it like runs into something or like it, eventually it'll just keep going? I mean... What if some other galaxy and aliens <laughs> and a car just pulls up and they're like, what Billions of this? years from now, it's like... Like, it's a UFO. We've never seen this type like, of... Like, what is that alien in there? Thing. <laughs> That's funny. No, it absolutely could. But um, also, which was huge in the crime world this year, was the Gold State Killer, which we made an episode on, was caught using DNA matching. And the strategy that they used in order to find him, it was revolutionary because... It's going to allow us to solve a lot of not only cold cases, but it's just going to allow us to solve um, cases a lot faster by matching up one's DNA with um, all these ancestral uh, sites and genealogy websites that have this like data dump yeah. of all this DNA now. So it's crazy how much they have. So if you've given your DNA up to the ancestry yeah. websites, then you got to be yeah, be good because. They can find you now. Yeah, we fucking did. So <laughs> don't tell them. No. <laughs> no, they know. They already know. We're fucking dumb. We didn't. Oh yeah, know we back made then. a video about it. Oh god. Yeah, we filmed ourselves like Tate. Yeah. And now they're already <laughs> selling our DNA off to the pharmaceutical companies. I've heard Ancestry is not as bad as Twenty Three and Me. Twenty Three and Me is like the worst. They're the one who's made the big five hundred million dollar deal. Yeah. Ancestry claims that they don't yeah. sell shit. So I don't well, know. Ancestry claims you can delete your shit too. So yeah, Ancestry is probably the way to go if you're like, because I someone told me that they were like adopted and they still want to do it. I was like, dude, just do it. Like, yeah, there's all these conspiracies and possibilities, but like, if it's gonna give you some type of closure and you were adopted or like you really want to know something about your family or some reason like that, like whatever, just do it. But if you can avoid doing it, I would not recommend it. <laughs> but and if you do, use Ancestry. Yeah, or just have your. Oh, well, but at the end of the but day, we, yeah, we can't even. Guarantee. At the end of the day, Ancestry's probably lying. At the end of here, but here's the thing: at the end of the day, someone in your family, I guarantee you, has done it. Yeah, and they will find you still because you oh, still yeah, show up. You. You're you're listed there. But I think that's a good thing. See, yeah. I think it's great actually. The DNA we're thing finding is like, all these right. criminals. It's true. So yeah, I mean, I'd rather find the criminals and. But you don't want to give them your exact DNA because then health and, right. and willingly give it to them and sign Hold it, it over. Hostage, yeah. Because then they can start. Um, basically whole yeah it's like using it with insurance companies and they can start fucking over your rates or not giving you coverage and all types of shit like that so that i thought that was very interesting now this next story is another very disturbing uh story that I, i'm surprised that i really didn't know that much about until i started reading about it and that is we discovered the sickening scale of abuse in pennsylvania's catholic churches now, um, yeah, this is this is very, very alarming. And I know a lot of you are, are interested in us talking about, you know, the Catholic Church and the Vatican and, you know, a lot of there's a lot of, you know, corruption there and things like that. But this is just crazy. So in mid-August, the long awaited report into sexual abuse in Pennsylvania's Catholic churches finally landed and to call the contents horrific would be an understatement. It had been clear since the inquiry was launched by Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro in 2016 that awful things would be uncovered, but nobody was, pre was prepared for just how awful. This is this is the statistics that they're I'm about to give you are crazy. <sighs> over 300 abusers were uncovered, over 1,000 victims. Not only that, but across 70 years, priests had repeatedly Jeez. raped children with impunity, <sighs> leaving shattered young lives and scarred families in their wake. Of Pennsylvania's eight dioceses, six actively failed to keep kids safe from pedophile priests. 
It's one of the worst abuse scandals that the U.S. has ever seen, and these figures are just the tip of the iceberg. Jesus. There were also reports found in this investigation of priests raping children in hospitals, of making young boys perform oral sex on them, but the worst came at the report's conclusion. Of the 301 named abusers, only two were arrested. Two That's were arrested. That's crazy. The rest were dead or had escaped the statute of limitations, which the statute of limitations for these types of crimes is a mere five years. And this occurred over a, a long period of time. But the the fact that these things potentially yeah. happened and there's people you can't be prosecuted for it because the, you're outside the statute oh of limitations. God, the statute of limitations pisses me off. Honestly, I've seen so many cases. Yeah. where it's just so unjust and ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So thankfully, the Justice Department has now launched a probe into the local church under the racketeering influenced and corrupt organization statute typically used in mob cases. So hopefully in 2019, justice will finally be done. But that is just alarming. And that's this is 100% real. And I mean, I think we all have at least heard of, you know, a lot of the, you know, sexual assault and, and abuse that has gone on in, you know, Catholic churches, unfortunately. And obviously, by no means are we saying all churches, all priests. This is a very, <laughs> no. very small percentage, but it's still happening. It I mean, it's bigger than it should be. Let's bigger just say than it that. should be. Yeah, bigger than it should be. It. Yeah, because I mean, my my whole family on my dad's side is all Catholic. So yeah, they would, and they're good people. They would, I mean, they would be you know very disappointed with this, obviously, and you know some just turn a blind eye to it and just say you know didn't happen. <laughs> but it's it's concerning, and I think it I think it definitely shows that there's a deeper issue potentially with being a priest and not being yeah. forced to abstain from. That's what sex I was just your thinking. entire life. That's like really weird. Isn't like, it? Like I was just literally thinking that. Like how bizarre it is to to tell someone not to have sex. That's like such a big part of life. It's and not. It's very so natural, natural and thing. something yeah. you. Sh I feel like you should do. I don't know. I don't. I feel like that's kind of crazy that that's the rule. And obviously they're not going to fucking follow it. Mm -hmm. It's very concerning. I would love to see the statistics on priests on how many have actually followed it. Like wouldn't that be hilarious? I'm sure it's less yeah. than fifty percent. Yeah. So I don't know. I I just thought that was a very interesting story and, and a big one that i don't think a lot of us have heard so yeah, I didn't it's an extremely big it's issue creepy. and you know we, we can address it more in a future episode and talk about the vatican because yeah. there's some crazy shit going on with that but yeah <laughs> but anyways um another another big thing was canada legalized marijuana which was uh great uh which hopefully the u.s will follow not i, I next year would be great but i doubt that will happen but then the wildfires were crazy this year uh, the campfire that was uh, recently occurred last month killed 88 people. Yeah. $10 billion in damages. Oh, what a mess. Just, yeah, crazy. And all goes back to, you know, how our climate's changing. Um, But then the other thing that we haven't mentioned on here is the, the riots in France, dude. That shit's crazy, man. In the yellow vests and how they're, you know, yeah. protesting. Yeah, that's they're protesting. They were protesting a fuel tax um, that was going to make it more expensive. But now they're um, they're just sort of protest the um, they actually were able to get um, President uh, Macron to just exit X the tax. Wow, so they really? got they, Yeah, they did. That's always cool. To they had to riot like with... crazy and like yeah. get crazy with it. And like Sometimes Paris looked like do. it was like chaos. I don't know if any of you are listening from from Paris 
or France for that matter. I'm sure it's way crazier oh than gosh. we're even being depicted here. Yeah, I don't know. It looks really like know. a war zone in the streets. Like, oh, damn. It was crazy. Yeah. God, well, that's not good. Which, you know, protests having to become violent is never a good thing. But, but if, it's like, if that's, that's the way they're going to listen. That's what it takes to get done. Like, shit. Yeah. So, you know, now they're, you know, the movement has now started protesting a range of other economic issues, including increasing costs of living. So it's still continuing and they're still trying to deal with it. It's it's kind of crazy, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. We shall see how that situation unfolds. But let's get into some of the other scientific breakthroughs and discoveries of 2018. Let's start with. Um, oh, <laughs> there's a new pill for peanut allergies. Oh my god! I thought you were gonna say for penises, <laughs> <laughs> because aren't they working on that too? Yeah, they a are. pill to like birth control. For yeah, men? that's actually on my list too. Yeah, there's <laughs> <laughs> drug makers are working on a pill for your penis and for peanuts. <laughs> peanuts and penis. Peanuts. <laughs> so they're working on a male birth control pill, which is interesting, and I think will be um, hitting consumers pretty soon. Well, that's good. Like, will men actually take it though? Are they, they gonna be like, oh, this is like. I think honestly, I think a lot of men will because I I know a lot of men are not not wild about, you know, using condoms or whatever for whatever reason. So this gives them another option to just, you know, hey, I'm on the pill. We good. You know, an option to just make sure you're protected because you could always like sleep with someone who says they're you on the pill yeah and you don't know if they just fucked it up or didn't take it that layer, day or double it up yeah it'll yeah double layer <laughs> double then protection. you have zero zero percent no but chance. as a man it's probably good tonight to know you have a peace of mind and can count on yourself at least not to um end up in a situation like that so that is i could see cool. a lot of men going getting down with that for sure so then there's pill for peanuts for peanuts yeah for <laughs> peanut allergies so yeah that is you my friend josh has a Mildish. Which it's hilarious because listen to this. So after a year of using this new treatment, 67% of kids with peanut allergies were able to tolerate about two peanuts. That's it? Yeah. After a year? So, so this is like, I think this is really like for people that have serious oh, peanut allergy yeah. that like accidentally could literally get some. like convulse and like have major, you know, major symptoms of, of it. Me, mine is mild. Yeah. My throat gets a little scratchy and I drink some milk. You need some milk. That's what I say. <laughs> I need some milk I need and I'm some good. Milk. <laughs> and I'm good. I'm good because it coats the throat and, and takes away. But it's good news. There's a lot of people that have peanut allergies out there. If you have a peanut allergy, raise your hand. Um, let's see here. We've got this is interesting. Researchers have been developing medical robots that are a thousand times smaller than a human hair and can suffocate tumors this is something that's that is absolutely coming in in very soon and that's this idea of iv injectable robots yes that's very cool that will that are like micro enter the bloodstream and like crawl around it reminds me of like that movie remember did you ever see osmosis jones osmosis jones you don't know osmosis jones no seriously osmosis jones (laughs) i bet a lot of people out there know it it's a movie. It, it was like popular when we were kids. It came out when we were kids. You don't remember this? Remember he was like an antigen? Uh-uh. I've he, never seen this. Yeah, Osmosis Jones. They like go in and like fight diseases. It was like a war oh, in the body. cool. So it's kind of, it rem- they're not robots, but it does remind me of that. Like they would go in. <laughs> but imagine instead of having to have surgery, 
So like, let's say you have a brain tumor and instead Mm -hmm. of having to have this invasive surgery, Mm -hmm. they had a way, like if you had a tumor or something, they had a way to send in these tiny microscopic robots into your body and go to the side of the tumor and essentially take care of it for you. And just, I don't know what they do. Eat it, reduce it. I don't know. They would do something to it to eliminate it. And then I assume you would just prop like somehow the robots would disintegrate or maybe they would just pass in your, you know, somehow exit your body. But yeah, I think that's really interesting that, you know, we could potentially have robots be inside of us, but also saving us. That's really interesting. I wonder, like, that would be really good for like biopsies, like things like that. Um, Yeah. Like going and collecting samples for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like instead of having to cut it and they could go a, way into your like digestive tract and like, you know, and instead of having to get all it's so uncomfortable with the cameras and the scopes and everything. But like if it was just what if you didn't even feel it? Yeah. No, that's you so don't crazy feel crazy to I don't think, think about. How cool. That'd be crazy Dude, if I'm you did feel it. One. That's pretty cool. I think that's awesome. A little scary. I don't know if I'd just jump into it, but maybe one day you'll like this one. Scientists harvested vegetables in a greenhouse in Antarctica. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Without the help of earth or daylight, scientists managed to harvest vegetables on a greenhouse in Antarctica. They they have heaters? Here's what they had. They were operating out of the uh, Nemer station. And in April 2018, they harvested salad grains, cucumbers, and radishes in their high-tech greenhouse. And outside, the temperatures often drop below negative four degrees. But inside... The researchers created an environment hospitable to plant growth. Mm-hmm. And the point of this project is to hopefully one yeah. day help astronauts grow food That's what I was thinking. on another planet. Like this shows us that we can possibly grow things in a different environment. Yep. Which makes you think, holy shit, they're actually really starting to prep for life on another planet. I mean, oh, yeah. a lot of money and research and the time. Thoughts, is, the serious thoughts are headed. There, are absolutely right? headed there. It'll be more of a conversation probably in 50 years. I'm telling you. Interstellar plot, guys. <laughs> it's real. seriously what's happening. For real. This is interesting too. And you had a you had another point that you mentioned to me earlier. But researchers are are learn have learned how to reverse the aging oh, process yeah. in mice. Yep. A team of Boston researchers, led by Dr. David Sinclair, revealed they found a way to reverse aging in mice. Aging in mammals is related to a molecule called NAD, which is necessary for survival. NAD levels naturally drop over time, leading to age-related diseases. When Sinclair found a way to boost NAD levels via a dietary supplement in older mice, the cells became young again and the mice's overall health improved. This sounds very similar to what you were telling me about earlier mm-hmm. with humans. I saw about, this on Twitter. About uh, blood plasma. So there is this this guy. Um, the vampire molecule. Yeah, he's known for creating this vampire mo- uh, molecule. What science? Dr. Sal Villeda. Yeah, Villeda. Villeda. Um, So basically what he's doing is taking plasma from younger bodies like teenagers and injecting it into adults and or older people. And it's reversing their age. Like he said, it's it's like plastic surgery from the inside out that it's like they look better. They are smart. They are like more with it mentally, uh, stronger. So it's like, yeah, he's like, and then he was like, I want to be clear. This is age reversal. I figured out age reversal. This guy claims he literally figured it out. And right now it's like $8,000 a person or something crazy. That's, that's honestly not that much for age reversal. No, that's cheap. But 
I feel like it was more than that. Maybe I'm not remembering right. But anyway, it's pretty crazy to think about like, would you want to reverse your age? Yeah. Well, yeah, because the main thing is age-related diseases like Alzheimer's yeah. and cancer develop mm -hmm. more frequently as you get older. Mm -hmm. So if you have the potential to reverse the aging process, you could potentially keep yourself from getting these diseases. And he said this is not immortality. It's just age reversal. So I'm confused. Like, I don't know. Do you still live the same amount of time or can you live longer? Well, like, that's that's, that's the thing, right? Is it, is it actually reversing all your organs, your heart? Is that reverse? Reversing he or is it, it just is. Get the outer appearance? He of said use? your whole body is like, so if that's the case, him, then yeah, I mean, potentially you would live longer because but he, he says it's not you won't be immortal. Like there's right, no, he not says immortal. it's still not a, a way to be like live forever. If anything, it might give you some extra years. Like yeah, think extra about it. years and, and a more enjoyable life. Because what if like we were able to get the, uh, you know, the the age at which people die on average up over 100 like. Yeah. And but yet, you know, you're, you you're the, not old. You're yeah. still like your young body. Like, what if like your 50, 60 year old body is kind of like where you kind of like peaks out at. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, keep an eye on this one. This was I just literally saw this trending on Twitter today. So. So many exciting things happening. I know. Um, you know, I, I think technology could potentially save us. That or aliens. But um, right now, I think technology's what's going to, you know, be the most immediate um, solution to reversing a lot of these things that are happening to our bodies, to the planet, and things like that. So I thought some of those discoveries were very interesting. But I wanted to talk about one of our favorite subjects space and some of the discoveries with space this year because there was a few big ones snow falls on an old apartment inside the holiday season is in swing on the first floor cokes are poured and stories shared among friends three flights up one generation passes down the family recipe to the next inside every home there's magic coca-cola real magic Enjoy the real magic of the season with close friends, family, and refreshing Coca-Cola paired with all your holiday meals. All right. So I wanted to talk about, um, actually, before we talk about space, a few archaeological and historical discoveries. This one is, is interesting. They basically um, examined Hitler's teeth. Adolf Hitler's teeth. Wow. And revealed his cause of death. What? Yep. When? This year. Wait, when this year though? Um, uh, May 2018. Oh my god. So was that like right after I did a video on it? <laughs> Maybe. Didn't I do one in like I think I did one in April. Yeah. I'm gonna look. I don't know. But anyway, in 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 a new study, French scientists analyzed fragments of Adolf Hitler's teeth to prove that he died in 1945 after taking cyanide and shooting himself in the head. The research was published in the European Journal of Internal Medicine in May 2018, seeks to end conspiracy theories about Adolf Hitler's death through scientific analysis of the dictator's teeth and skull. Damn, I must have just not. This is May I had to, I had to look a little bit to I'm find confused. this. I'm surprised that this wasn't every yeah, I, I, like I, everywhere. I posted this in May 29th. Oh, Hitler. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, here I I'll I'll address this. that in a sec, but because like I thought they never found his skull. They they. Well, determined that his, the skull is a forty-five-year-old woman. No, well, I, the skull that originally with the bullet hole. Yeah, they did. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. This is just their teeth. I'm talking about their teeth. I don't know he about says the skull. Teeth and skull. 
Apparently, apparently <laughs> Russia had his teeth and skull, which interesting. Again, again, this all comes back to like with any conspiracy theory. Do you trust the establishment? Do you trust like these academics and these you know potentially government connected people to, to give us the truth? But according to um, the people that analyzed his teeth, they said that his teeth are authentic and there is no possible doubt. Though it's widely established that Hitler died in his bunker in Berlin, rumors of his escape are out there. And their research proves that he and this research proves that he did not flee to Argentina in a submarine and he's not in a hidden base in Antarctica. Wow, I'm surprised. That's like embarrassing for me. <laughs> <laughs> but but at the end of the day, right? Like I have you and I haven't I've seen his teeth. I've never heard of this. Yeah. I don't think a lot of us have heard about I, this. Yeah, and this wasn't... I did a lot of research on this. I'm really confused. Mm. Yeah, European Journal of Internal Medicine. So if they do, in fact, have Hitler's authentic teeth, which they say they do, then they have essentially proved that... Or this could be a giant cover-up, and they're just putting this out there as like an official statement to just solidify the story, and, and in reality, Hitler's still out there, or he's, you know... He escaped in Antarctica planning in a world attack. Yeah, he's rising back. <laughs> That's what up. a lot of people think. Yeah. A lot of people think he has a, a base in Antarctica or built, you know, the Nazis were there at one point. So it's interesting. That's crazy. Here's another big thing that um we discovered. A Paris sized impact crater was discovered under Greenland's ice. The meteorite responsible may have weighed five billion tons. And so a study published in November described the crater, which was made by a half mile wide iron asteroid that wow. slammed into greenland between 12,000 and 3 million years ago it's so a, when it when something like that hits does it like just go into a million pieces yeah interesting yeah but it i mean something that big would affect the entire planet yeah. i mean that would completely yeah that's huge right that's really big and this crater has been buried under thick ice um in greenland and it's the first time ever that an impact crater of any size has been found underneath one of Earth's continental ice sheets, which is interesting that we still don't even know it's under all of the ice sheets on our planet. There could be even more evidence of all sorts of things under the ice that we just can't see yet. So this is and and I wanted to talk about this because uh, somebody that I, I'm a big fan of, Graham Hancock, he's an author, researcher, um, very interesting guy who gives a totally different look at uh, the, our human history, ancient civilizations. Yeah, he's so fascinating. Um, he proposed that a cataclysmic event like this type of uh, meteorite impact um, could explain anomalous evidence of an ancient civilization predating the Egyptians and Sumerians by thousands of years. Mm -hmm. And the theory, which is called the Younger Dryas Impact Hypothesis, supported the possibility that such an apocalyptic event could provide evidence for the existence of a lost civilization such as Atlantis. So according to Hancock, the dust launched in the atmosphere from the asteroid's impact lightly lingered for as long as 1600 years before temperatures began to rise. And this led to massive amounts of melted ice as the cold subsided, which in turn caused sea levels to rise. So this could also explain the great flood that occurred. Oh, right. That's mm -hmm. in all the religions, yep, all yep. the texts. A great flood. Clearly a flood happened. Potentially when this crater, maybe this crater is that wow. it wasn't, you know, necessarily like God that flooded the earth, but a meteorite. Yeah. Cr just yeah. melted everything and caused the sea levels to rise up and, and flood out everything. Wow. Which could explain also 
how if Atlantis got, you know, yeah, buried. Yeah. So very, very I interesting. I do an episode thing. on Atlantis. I love Atlantis. I know. When, would you guys like that? Oh, oh I'm sure. Thumbs up I'm for asking. Atlantis episode. I don't even know why I ask that kind of shit. They never say no. I'm no. Like, nah. Which Plato even said that Atlantis was destroyed by a giant flood and earthquakes yeah. 9,000 years before the time of uh, yeah. Salon. And people always thought he was just writing fictional stories, but now they're thinking it could have been historical text in a creative language. Mm-hmm. Some other interesting uh, discoveries out of Egypt. They're they're continuing to discover Sphinx statues at different temples um, Dude, that the they're Sphinx uncovering. Is a big deal. The Sphinx. That's that's the thing. Is like there's something clear about this. Like yeah, it's there's very some interesting. Some type of secret or something we're missing about the Sphinx. Absolutely. It's so bizarre. Because if the Sphinx is showing up in all these places, and the Sphinx is almost like a, uh, it's it's like a monument, but it's like it's a unifying monument you know it's like there's some there's a connection with it there's something that there's a reason for it is what i'm trying to say yeah and it's a much deeper reason than we even know so it's interesting that they're as you know because egypt is continuing to do more development and things like that and like this year they found that big giant black sarcophagus oh, yeah, that, that we thought cool. could have been somebody you know yeah. famous but ended up being like nothing <laughs> nothing really or soldiers um but it's really interesting i i and it makes you wonder, like, why aren't we looking at the big sphinx in more detail than we are? I don't know. So maybe there's a reason for it. I think there probably is, because why aren't they? It doesn't make why? sense. There's why wouldn't a lot they be like trying to that scan that thing with everything? Yeah. Maybe they don't want to. Maybe there's some like hidden secret behind it that will just. Remember like... that kid that yeah, Bariska that? kid yeah, yeah, said yeah. that. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Russian boy. I have a video about it on my channel. He yeah, claims he did. He was from Mars, and he claims that the sphinx, like carries um some type of secret message and we have to open it but who knows i think another uh psychic predicted that too someone else said something about it i've heard that many times the sphinx like yeah clearly something's going on yeah there's absolutely something going on with that uh but we found the oldest known human drawing which pushes back uh you know the very beginning of homo sapiens and you know our ancient ancestors 30,000 mm-hmm. years older than yeah. what we previously thought <laughs> that's so much time so dude it's like we have like here the thing with history is like we really don't know that much like no we don't know that much about especially ancient history Mm-mm. we only know based upon what we find but there's so much we haven't found that provides answers to how everything came to be the way it I think is today. there's a lot of things that have been found and have been hidden from us or destroyed. I mean, if humans were Homo sapiens in in the human form were around as far as 120,000 years ago, then that's a lot of time, dude. That's a lot mm-hmm. of time that things, a lot of things could happen. Uh, potentially, an advanced civilization like Graham Hancock was talking about could easily have um, come up and and fallen during that time. So, um, this is interesting, though. A truck drove through Peru's ancient Nazca lines. And mm. because of this, he wasn't supposed to do this, but because of this, they found 50 more of them. What? Yeah. How did they not see it from the sky? I don't know. What? I don't know. That is so bizarre. Which the Nazca lines are very interesting. Mm-hmm. Potentially mysterious ancient symbols carved into the desert. They're huge. By pre-Incan peoples. Some they're 2,000 years ago. Huge. It's insane. And they're like uh, a lot of animal symbols and stuff like that. 
It's really weird. Ancient a- aliens uh, talks a lot about it and mm-hmm. possibly their extraterrestrial connection. Yeah, because how else would they have been made? How? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if what's making crop circles, right? So why couldn't you know they make some lines? Oh, he's so cute. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. Uh, trying to figure out the Nazca lines, we found more structures in Guatemala from the Mayan empires. Some sixty thousand previously undetected. Uh, we found there that we have yet to excavate. We found the world's oldest intact shipwreck at the bottom of the Black Sea. This goes back like it's and it's like basically everything is virtually intact still. The mass is still standing. The rudders are in place, and it's been like that for twenty four hundred years. Wow, Roman era, seventeenth century. How crazy is that? That is crazy. What else is on the bottom of the ocean? Hmm. But when talking, a lot, yeah, yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot. Imagine the cool shit that's down there, dude. Oh yeah, but the biggest space discovery that happened this year was discovering water on Mars, um, for mm-hmm. sure. The uh, European Space Agency uh, was able to confirm the possibility of a body of liquid water on the planet, mm-hmm. and according to the findings, there's a 12.4 mile like a lake. wide lake under uh, 1.5 kilometers below the upper ice cover. So, we also found out that like the soil in Mars just contains like a lot of moisture. Like when you steam it out, you can create water. And and uh, the building blocks for life too. That was yeah. another thing too is they, they found – so literally we discovered that there was potentially at one point in time in history in all the there was. billions of years, there was life there. I think there some was. Sort. I think that is like the result of nuclear war. Even intelligent life. The yeah. planet looks like it got blasted to like – the, the they surface say that guy. there's like radiation around it and stuff. There's a lot of scientists that have theories about there being nuclear war on Mars at one point. Yeah, not to mention all of the interesting rock formations, pyramid. I mean, all sorts of weird, interesting anomaly uh, have been detected on on Mars. So that is that is very very interesting. Uh, NASA's Kepler spacecraft, NASA, NASA. <laughs> shitty NASA. But their Kepler spacecraft, uh, they de- decommissioned on November 15th, which was the legendary Planet Hunter. It is uh, It made history by discovering thousands of exoplanets, dramatically increasing the number of known worlds circling other stars. By 2008, the year before Kepler's launch, scientists had confirmed the existence of 340 exoplanets. But Kepler contributed another 2,328 worlds with an additional 2,425 candidates waiting to be confirmed. Damn. That's a lot of planets out there that and is. potentially potentially planets that could have life, you know, or most likely have some form of life. Um, the other thing that happened this year, um, which some of these I made videos on my channel about, by the way, yeah. um, especially this one, the fast radio bursts, the mysterious fast radio bursts, which are intense emissions of radio light, which can pack as much as energy as a century's worth of solar activity into a brief millisecond long burst. The thing that's interesting about it is that the source of these and where they're coming from and what is sending them is a mystery. Hmm. So astronomers in October announced 20 previously undiscovered fast radio bursts, including the closest one to Earth and the brightest one ever seen. So the astronomers are literally listening in a way, listening to the, the rest of space for these fast radio bursts and trying to maybe figure out if it's some type of signal Maybe it's a message. I mean, who knows? I mean, we sent these out. Carl Sagan sent them out um, back in, I believe, the 60s. And he, uh, you know, maybe we're getting a response, you know, because 
I mean, it takes a long time for these to travel to distant galaxies, but maybe, you know, we're starting to get a response to, to some of these things. That'd be nice. And then the year closed out with a, oh, this was cool. Yeah. You liked, you like this one, I especially, but the year closed out with a new solar system friend. Astronomers announced the newest known member of our planetary collection, a potential dwarf planet. That is the most distant body ever observed in the solar system. Nicknamed far out. I love that. Far out. And it's pink. It's cool. Yeah. Far out orbits more than a hundred times the distance from the earth to the sun, (laughs) taking more than a thousand years to take a single trip around the sun. Thousand years around the sun. It's way out there, which is not even that far out. Do you think they named it that because it's far away? Well, obviously they did. Or did they do it like kind of like far out? Like, ooh, as like a dig or something. No, not oh. a dig. What a dig on the planet! Yeah, they're trolling on that planet. <laughs> Maybe piece of shit. Maybe just kidding. <laughs> That's pretty cool though. But it's a it's a round pinkish dwarf planet about three hundred ten miles across, so it's not very big. Well, it's big, but it's not Earth big. So pretty interesting. And I mean, obviously, uh, on this podcast, we talk a lot about UFOs and UFO sightings, and mm-hmm. and I believe those are up this year actually. Um, Last year, we had some 7,000 UFO sightings that were reported to the Mutual UFO Network, um, who keeps track of all, all of the sightings that are reported to them and investigates them. And I think we're on track to surpass that number for quite, uh, by quite a bit. There is a lot of uh, different UFO sightings in the news and in the mainstream media, uh, more so this year. That was interesting. So it's it's very, you know, when you kind of put all these stories together and you kind of look at it all together, you start yeah. getting this picture mm-hmm. of what's going on in, on our planet. And mm-hmm. and what you start to see is, you know, we're looking outward more than we're looking inward mm-hmm. to our planet. Like and especially those at the higher echelons of of society and power and wealth, they're already looking beyond, you know, Earth. They're looking at Elon Musk is looking at putting people on Mars in our lifetime. And we're going to see some major things. And, you know, especially when it comes to the UFO topic, especially if we get some type of, you know, disclosure of extraterrestrial intelligence, things like that. I think we're every year that passes, we're inching towards that more and more and maybe even a full disclosure, which would be, you know, amazing. But that would be so nice. Until then, but also a little freaky, but a little freaky because it's going to shake up everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to shake up everything. And, you know, we're all going to have to sort of adjust our our lives and mentalities yep. to this new idea that we're not alone and we're sharing, you know, this planet. Potentially, a lot of people believe that aliens are among us and a lot of them have genetically, you know, crossbreed with humans and there's hybrid alien human beings experiencing life as a human here and to conduct research and there's all sorts of of wild things that could be going on and if any of these come out to be like a hundred percent true fact it's going to completely change 2019 especially oh, if it happens yeah. this year <laughs> i have a feeling something big's going to happen in 2020 yeah, yeah 2020 at the end of a decade i yeah. don't know if you want to hope for that though because like it's like, going to be a little fucking scary well regardless i think we're going to see some big stuff uh, some big events this year yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of big things happening. So I don't know. Hold on to your uh, hold on to your seats here, guys, because it's going to be a wild ride in 2019. But we want to just thank you guys for uh, joining us for today's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you found it interesting, relaxing. Um, hopefully it was a good time. We had a good time just talking about this stuff with y'all. But 
If you did enjoy this episode, smash that like button if you're watching us on YouTube. Subscribe, iTunes, yes. and YouTube. Do we really things. appreciate it. Guys, we got some really interesting stuff coming. Um, we're going to mm-hmm. keep going higher and higher on this show. Higher, <laughs> higher, higher. I'm higher. <laughs> so, you know, we really are. And lots of really interesting things. I can't wait to get higher with you guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that just good? sounded really funny. Didn't it? But uh, you got any final words you want to say to the no. to the people? I just it's been a crazy year. It's been but it's been a really good year as far as it's been we're really concerned. good. Absolutely. It's been like so fun doing this podcast. So yes. just another thank you guys for being with us for the last year. We're looking forward to the future. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said, we got big things coming. I think you guys yep. are gonna be super pumped. So if you're Your contemplating on whether flown. you're gonna stick around or not. I highly suggest you stick around. I feel like if they listen to this whole fucking episode, they're not contemplating whether <laughs> to stick around. <laughs> That's true. That's true. This, yeah, we this was a we pack a lot of information in our our podcast. So, oh yeah, I know it can be overwhelming for some and and others. You guys just gobble it up and and gobble ask, it up. <laughs> can't wait for more. You're like, please give me more. So yeah. we're super excited, super pumped. But and we will be back next Monday like normal. Back to our regular schedule. So this was an anomaly because of the. Uh, new year holiday so apologies on that but that is it for us today thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the mile higher podcast talking about 2018 breakthroughs and discoveries it was real thank you for listening and stay woke see you next time When someone first comes in and you see that discouragement on their face, they've tried so many different products, but nothing seemed to work for them. I'm able to take that disappointment and that pain and turn it into hope. You're listening to Mallory, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. And they try the art supports. It's a light up moment. You see their face brighten up. They go from feeling discouraged to being happy and hopeful again. For over 25 years, the Good Feet Store and our art support specialist have been helping folks live the life they love without foot, knee, hip, or back pain getting in the way. That's why this job is so important. You're helping people, getting back into the activities that they've wanted to do for a long time, doing the things that they love to do with their Good Feet Art Supports. We're able to help them and take them from the pain to the possibilities. And I love it. The Good Feet Store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com. Sure, you may be able to hear just how crispy the McDonald's crispy, juicy, tender chicken sandwich is. But that's just the beginning. The full crispy, juicy, tender experience comes after you take your first bite. But why stop there? Order ahead on the app and get medium fries and soft drink for free. Now that's a deal that tastes even better than it sounds. About 8.30 to 9.19, 10.11 to 10.31 and 11.22 to 12.12.21. Valid one time per week. McDonald's app download and registration required.